Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. All right. Hey, welcome to Season 5, Episode 10 of the Kevin and Philip Project. We have a uh, another special guest with us. We didn't have a guest last time, did we? Nope. It was in between the baseball card one. There was yep. one of them. Okay. Well, I'm still in vacation mode, so I'll uh, I'll try to do my best Kevin's here. Kevin's just dragging in today or last night? Last night? Uh, yesterday. Yeah, we got back yesterday. So Sam Sellers is with us on this podcast. We're going to talk a little arena football today it's kind of some exciting times in salina and it's what it's been what about a month now since you were officially named the general manager has it been that long no it's probably not even that no okay. i've been doing it for probably about a month but okay officially not that long okay so yeah we'll get into that here in just a few minutes so uh start with KUK state basketball tonight after we get done with this that's kind of exciting i'm expecting k-state to lose by at least twenty five. I would, which means tw- we got a pretty good chance to win twenty twenty plus. So, well, you've had a rough week, haven't you? A yeah. rough two weeks. Here, now. Just do what it. Over oh, for the unload on it. Uh, I've they, already got they, the text. We went out there and uh, Sooners finally won at at Manhattan. Yep. Finally, after yep. what's it been? I think I looked on there. It's been like since sixteen when Long Kruger first came to Oklahoma. The last time we won in Manhattan, and. Uh, then the shocker of the week was then, the girls game turn down in Norman and turned around and yep. beat the girls. And the girls got up to number two in the country. And, yep. Um, now I'm going to tell you, they're still very good. Yeah. And that, we've talked about that losing I, on the road. I can buy the number two ranking in the country with Lee playing. Without her, it's tough. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for K-State, this is probably the toughest stretch of that schedule, not having her. So it's uh, – right. We're going to lose a couple more, but uh, their, their ranking won't be as good. Their seed probably won't be as good, but they'll uh, when tournament co- time comes, if they're healthy, they're going to they're going to go a long way. So. Well, for me, it was a great week, and I told Kevin if uh, next time Oklahoma plays K State, I'm going to buy the tickets for him to get out get to Mexico because <laughs> yeah. seems like he left town and we got hot. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of getting hot, um, it's a big week for everybody else in Kansas this week with the. Super Bowl this weekend, Camp yep. the Chiefs with Bobby Witt signing. You know you've got him long term, and he's probably a potential future multi multi times All Star. And and we was going to talk a little bit about the money he got. Should have looked to so, see if those baseball cards went up in value yeah, today that we were have. talking about last time. You remember just maybe ten? Uh, let's say how many years ago it was when A Rod signed that first two hundred fifty million dollar deal. <laughs> and A Rod just you know at the time he was the best player in baseball. Now you look here, and in the total value potentially for Wit could be three hundred and seventy-seven million dollars if the you know at the end of his yep if his run. What you hope for is they don't take his talent and waste it the way they've wasted the Angels' talent with Trout and Otani. You hope that they surround him with some good players, and the rules are good for yeah. I mean, several guys, of those years. It's great there. to have him wrapped up, but it's not going to mean anything if they don't right spend money on other players down the road too. So, I mean, that was the big difference. I, don't get me wrong. When in 2014, 15, those guys have been there a long time, and they got lucky that they had him wrapped up in some contracts that yep. were not paying them 
what they would have gotten for their talent had they not signed those deals earlier and um, and developed those guys. But that's a rare occurrence at this point. You've got to you've got to pony up. So and then the previous owners would not. So hopefully this is a good sign for the Royals moving forward. But uh, we're gonna need a few more players. Have have we seen the projection of whether they're really building a new stadium or not? Because now I feel like the county out there is getting involved and in saying we want to keep it down. here. I think it got voted down. I think that I think the original proposal just got voted down. Doesn't mean so it's neither dead, downtown but, nor North Kansas City is really in the running anymore. Well, right, we're going to keep right, it out right now. in Missouri. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's been a crazy week. Royals are spending money. Um, I don't know what kind of effed up world we live in today that has got me to the point that Iowa State has upset me so much <laughs> that I rooted for KU to beat them. Oh. Um, so we had that uh, basketball game. That was about what, a week and a half ago. Um, yeah, and then the weather and Royals are spending money. So we got teams spying on each other apparently in the timeout huddles, although I don't know that that's actually anybody from K-State's come out and said that. But, yeah, crazy times. You know, I've t- I looked a little Bobby Witt. Are y'all Bobby Witt fans, by the way? Oh, you yeah. Bobby Witt fans, Sam? I looked yesterday, and I mean, I was looking at it today, and I go, over all the years of the rules, great players, all the great rules players, last year he was the first guy to ever join the 30-30 club with 30 homers and 30 stolen bases. And I look back over the years, and I'll think, surely someone else did that. Um, so, you know, he's already setting records for the role. I'm, I'm excited to watch him play in the next – several years yeah i mean you think about it i mean there's just not and we talked about a little bit about this in a podcast last year the game of baseball has changed and i just there's not many people have 30 stolen bases period right yeah. especially in the american league um so I, I mean that's it that's those are numbers that are not you're not gonna see very often at this point just Nobody, nobody plays small ball. Nobody steals anymore. It's all about the power hitting. No, so. that's what makes him a lot of fun to watch. And I expect that his numbers will continue. I mean, he's twenty twenty as a rookie, thirty thirty as a as a second year guy. Yeah, maybe he'll be a forty forty guy okay this with year. That. Just, yeah. If we can go by ten yeah, every just keep year, keep on he's going. Gonna, yep, so. keep rolling. Well, let's talk about some arena football now. Not something I know very much about. I will I will say that I was a season ticket holder initially when the Bombers came to town. Um, life got in the way, we'll say, and uh, I did not go to as many games as I did those first few seasons. Well, how many Although, years in a row now have we had a team? This is going back to when yeah. Dane Seminole was the quarterback. Yeah. Dane was with the Bombers. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I, I think was he been the was first a, one, or was there yeah, somebody before yeah, him? First, yeah. There was a year between the Bombers right. and the Liberty. Right. Um, the the Bombers did not end well. Um, yeah. From a financial standpoint and, and things like that, but um, so there there was some some uh, legal things that had to happen, and and the new ownership group that owns them now came in, and I believe this is going into year eight now of the new ownership group. Oh wow! Okay, it's been that long. Okay, so. We're going to get into the arena football and the, and the Liberty, but uh, let's introduce Sam first. So Sam, um, you know, I know probably a lot of people around Salina know who you are, but we do have some listeners in in other states and a lot of them in Oklahoma. So could you give us just a little bit of background, where you're from, what you've been doing, what's led you to this position where you are today? 
Um, I born and raised here in Salina. Um, uh, weirdly, and I'll, I'm a talker, so I warned Kevin before this, so he knows when to cut me off when I need to get cut off. But um, it weirdly, started coaching high school football when I was 19, which is a long story, but I'll spare everybody that story. Um, and so coached high school football for 23 years. Um, the last 14, I believe, as a head coach at Salina South, um, and then resigned in November um, and then about a week later, Dan Mendocino, who's the president of the ownership group for the Liberty, reached out to me. Um, and this isn't going to be news to any of the ownership groups, so don't kind of be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but uh, when he first reached out, I was kind of like, I mean, I'm just with, in Kevin's shoes. I'd, I'd, I've been to some games, but know very little about the AFL and or, you know, just in the game of indoor football. And I know football is football, but. From an X's and O's standpoint, it's, it's yes. very different. Um, and, and so, um, you know, they I kind of told Dan at the time, you know, appreciate it. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I'm not really sure. He said, I know there's a lot going on right now. So and we'll circle back. And Francis Flax, who was the general manager here for, with the Liberty, you know, the Salina icon, um, reached out as well. And, and I think – I've known Dan for a long, long time, known Coach Flax for a long, long time, and think the world of both of those guys. And um, so, you know, I told myself I owe it to them them to sit down and talk. And the two of us and a, another owner, Tom Perez, um, sat down and talked one night and back in December. And I left the meeting thinking uh, very differently about things and, and told them I needed some time. I probably took way more time than they wanted me to. Um, I just wanted to kind of do my due diligence, you know, and, and not only to, you know, kind of see this is what I wanted to do, but can I provide value? I mean, I, you know, I'm a high school football coach. That's what I've done. And, yeah. you know, general manager, it's a different position and, right. and you're, you're doing some different things. And so just fortunately in the football world, I've, um, I've crossed paths with some AFL coaches um, that have coached in, in this league and, and, talk to them and really the, the biggest message was everything comes down to ownership. Yep. And at, at this level, um, it's, it's huge. Um, because you, you know, one of the bad things is you, you hear, you hear teams all the time folding in the middle of the night. I mean, it's kind of what the yeah. bombers did. Um, yeah. and, and you know, they, you've really got to have a really strong group to make it work. And then being a league that has other strong groups as well, cause you can, run a tight ship and have everything right but if you got teams dropping like flies in the middle of the season because they can't make payrolls and things like that then right. you don't get yeah, a schedule it's and it's gonna be ugly yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah so you know obviously going into the, the arena football league like they're going into um was was another huge thing for me um and and um just the stability that that will provide and in the level of play that that is um the 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 amount of money that players make in the AFL is significantly different, right? Um, and and so it's not. Um, I think I, I think people that have been to a bunch of Liberty games are going to see. I think we're right now we're we have four guys coming back from last year's team to to training camp, um, and and it's it's going to be tough, you know, to to make the team and and. Um, the, the amount of money that they're now, the league minimum is, is 
for you talk about a three month season, it's a very livable wage, especially for guys in their mid mid twenties and, and coming out of college. And um, so it, it's it's a very stable. There's lots of national brands behind it. Um, you know, and this is so bad to me, but the, the travel part too is like I don't want to ride a bus to Oregon. <laughs> well, and that was yeah. There, a couple of those points you touch on are, are things that I know we were going to talk about, but we'll, we'll just get in the financial aspect of it. So, I mean, I, and I don't know. I've obviously being a sports fan, and like I said, initially I was involved. I, I remember running into the Bicentennial Center when they did their little deal, and you had to like go sit in your seat, and that's where your season ticket was going to be. Um, and Jimmy and Matt and all of us bought season tickets those first few years. But I mean, I heard rumors about people getting paid like literally like a hundred bucks. Yeah. No, I, and, I, mean, I don't know that a hundred percent, but I, I'm going to guess that's pretty accurate. To, and, and so like contract wise today. And, and again, if, if I, if we ask a question that you can't tell us, that's fine, but sure. let us know. But like, what kind of money are we talking about for some of these? And I'm sure there's a scale with yeah. your upper players to lower players, but kind of give us an idea of what those salaries look like. The, the minimum wage is, is, in the low four figures okay. per game. Per game. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so so you, significantly different. Significantly different. Okay. And, and, you know, and, you know, I had two guys that, that are coming to camp and have been with, um, with the Liberty for quite a while that coached with me last fall. And, and, um, you know, with those guys, I was always like, you know, how do you, how do you make right. it work? And they're lucky. They both have significant others that are willing to do it. And, they live in town here, which helps, so they can pick up other other things. And but now it's it just feels to me more legitimate. I mean, professional. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And 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 you know it, it allows us to the, the fine systems that, that that this league has and and all those things. It's it's I mean you you mess around and you're you're out of here and 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 you're you're now from a job standpoint, you're one step away from the Canadian football league or what they're calling the UFL now, which is the XFL, USFL combination. So, you know, these guys are, have the dream and, and want to, want to go play and, you know, want to, a lot of these guys that we're bringing into camp have had a cup, cups of coffee in the NFL and, and want to get back there. And, and so, yeah, like to me, that was a big thing. Um, you know, I, and not that yeah it's not a hobby like no, not that it was a hobby because those guys and their goal was to continue playing football and, and get paid to do it and move up but this is a lot more serious yeah than, i mean realistically there were multiple steps away from right, right. making a lot know, of stuff had to go right to, yes. to get and, there and, so you know they you know coach o'neill the head coach has a history of of sending guys i want to say it's 46 guys to the cfl or ufl or or NFL. Mm-hmm. I know they have a quarterback that's playing. It's a starter in the CFL now. That you know, midway through the season, I think it was two years ago, was on that when they won the league title. Um, they get a call from an agent and said, and I can't, I can't remember exactly who it was in the CFL, but they wanted to sign them. And you know, it, the thing that I I love about the ownership group the most is, and really that first meeting that we had that I kind of walked away with. Okay, like this is something that I really need to look into is. Number one, they love Salina and they love our community. And I think in the history of, of this kind of low-level professional sports, you tend to have some guys that will come in and, and think that they can make a quick buck. I have no right. idea how they think that. Yeah. But you, yeah. know, they think, you know, they think 
you know, I can, I can kind of come in and swing some deal. And, and, um, these guys know that they're not in it to make money. I right. mean, they know that that's right. not, you're not going to happen. And, and I think, you know, it's probably not fair to speak for them, but it's one of those things where if they ended up each getting, you know, 20,000 at the end of the year, they'd rather just put that back into salaries and, right. and, and it, cause they want to win and they yeah. want to win championships. And so it's kind of more, is all the ownership group here pays yeah. the, pays the salaries totally or is AFL chip in with some money? A, some AFL it, through their national sponsors and, you know, talking Nike and, and all kinds of stuff pays for some of that. And, and, and I think it's, it's, you know, from just talking to, to different people in the industry, it's, it's one of those things um, that if, if you don't have your stuff together, then the, the league's going to say, we're going to, we'll find somebody else that does. And, and so, yeah. which I kind of like that too. Yeah. I mean, it's well, the AFL back in the late tens and the AFL has been out of business for the last several years, I guess. Yes. But I think me and Kevin had talked about earlier, there was a watering down of, there's too many leagues. It seemed like you didn't know he was, and I don't know if that, hurt the chances of you being able to be on ESPN or ESPN ESPN two most likely or sure. or some were along there. But back in those days they were on the ESPN. But with now the CIFL, which we were in last year, being gone and several of those teams have joined the AFL, right? I mean I know Wichita's Wichita has, Dodge has Dodge has uh, I don't know that others are invited or others no. just went out of business. Yes. In the beginning. But this league does have a chance to have sponsors like Bally Sports, or I mean, to be on TV somewhere. Yeah, which I mean, I, is, is, I, is probably the biggest I'll, money maker you're going to have. I would I'll, I'll probably get in trouble here, but because I don't know if it's technically supposed to be out out yet. But our home opener on April 28th will be on the NFL Network, um, and so it's you know it's a it's a big wow yeah it, it's a big deal and and um, there's 16 teams and you're talking about. <laughs> I w- we were on KSL last week, and my wife Lindsay was giving me crap because I, I had admitted this. But back in the day, the real world on MTV, mm-hmm. you know, you, you had whatever, just however many strangers live in a house yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> and so they had real world Philadelphia. And I just bizarrely remember this that every season they had an internship that they would all work for. Um, and for that year in Philadelphia, they worked for the Philadelphia Soul, who's owned by John Bon Jovi. Ron Jaworski, um, and I just randomly remember that from that that season mm-hmm. back when I was in yep. high school or maybe college or whenever that was. Um, but yeah, I mean, you is know, the, Jaworski and them still a part of it? I know yes. Jaworski yeah. has an LLC that's yep. Yep. the separate sports entity. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy then, that we're a football team in Salina is playing in a league with teams from Chicago. Atlanta, Phoenix, Orlando. ownership groups well, the like Nashville that John Bon Jovi's a part of. I saw of. the Nashville Cats. Maybe Jeff Fisher is a part yes. of it or has been a Miley part Cyrus of it. owns the Orlando team. I mean, it's – it's. I give you – Who know, are the ownership group, not that anybody down there yeah. listens, but in southwest Kansas? What well, is there a – And who are they in Salina? I don't know. Right. I know everybody. I mean, I know when the Liberty first – Well, you can first, go to the staff and see the who they are. I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't look. I know when Liberty first – started when they did that there was about nine or ten people but i know some of those people aren't involved so yeah i don't even know who's involved now here yeah it's it's a it's a group of six i believe um so dan mendocina tom perez his son josh yeah um linda mendocina is also involved with it uh jimmy sponder um dan keyboards and roy lawrence okay. um are are the, are the they make up our ownership group and 
Dan's kind of the the president of the group because um, I think he's you know all those guys have run very successful companies and are continuing to run very successful mm-hmm. companies. So Dan does a lot of remote for for what for his company, and so he's got a little bit more bandwidth to to deal with some right. of the day to day stuff. But um, but yeah, like that. I mean, it's a it's a great group of guys and and, and gal with Linda and and you know they I think they have a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I think. I think oh, they travel the road games and all that. Absolutely, yeah. If, that, if you want to go, uh, jumping in here, but if you want to follow the AFL a little bit just as a league, go to their Twitter page, and you, it'll give you a pretty good rundown of all the league's owners somewhat, not not necessarily but the more popular or famous people that own teams. And it also gives you a breakdown of the four divisions and who's in each division. So if you're a Twitter fan or Twitter person, X person, X, I mean X, X person. Go to X and just follow the AFL. Elon Musk is going to stop following <laughs> us if you're going to Twitter. But I, I love some of the names of some of the teams. The the voodoo the down voodoo. in down in Nashville. The, and the, there's there's a there's a um, I don't know where different years maybe you'll travel to different ones. Would you go to Orlando? Not this year, but in the future, yeah, I, where they mix I mean, I, the teams. I think I think basically the setup is in in your little pod. You you do a home and away. Yeah, and so for us, that's you know Iowa, Wichita, Dodge, and us, um, and so you do a home and away, and then for you're kind of out of they, they you do some cross, you know, so we'll go up to Oregon this year. Uh, we go down and play the Voodoo in Louisiana. Um, Minnesota comes here, um, and so and I, I think they you know do a little bit of you know regional travel wise, but. That's a, you know I joked about not wanting to ride a bus to Oregon like mm-hmm. that, that's there we you know the league has you know an affiliation with with one of the big carriers and so and and I think the plan is we'll fly directly out of Salina and 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 I think be able to 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 sell seats to fans on yep. the on the plane to be able oh, to go cool. as well so that that could be a lot of fun that helped pay for that a little bit yeah because that's that was one of my questions was the travel because I know with the Liberty. You know, they were pretty much busing everywhere, and you're talking some pretty, pretty <laughs> long drives, even with that, let alone the Orlandos and Oregons. And, I mean, we they didn't even go that far. Do you know far, who so. won a couple of championships with the Orlando team in the past? I don't. Take you a wild guess of a uh, um, really famous, well-known coach. Uh, Bob Stoops? John Gruden. Oh. Oh, John Gruden. I think he won two championships. Usually, when it has to do with ago. OU, I was just thinking no. OU when you asked me a question. <laughs> no, so. I I think Bob's coaching in that new yeah uh, the UFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's down yeah. There. you know something else too, and I'm, this is not on my list. Getting off topic, but uh, you know, we were talking before you got here, Sam, just kind of about our experience previous to to this AFL with the Liberty and the Bombers and and fan engagement and attendance and stuff like that in Salina. Did you guys ever watch? I can't remember the name of it. I think it was only one season of this football. But there was a short-lived football league because I had a kind of a friend of a friend from Wesley in the went and played. He was trying to to continue football where, like, fans were, like, tweeting, like, calling the calling plays, plays and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like, do you, so you obviously remember the yes. league that I'm talking about. Because yeah, awesome. Were, and they but. were in the headsets <laughs> with the, the fans could talk or somebody could talk or they could hear them no, talk. It was only on – like yeah. it, it was some some one of the social media platforms right, and you right. could you know you could it, it was and it wasn't like obviously you don't have a team playbook but it was you know kind of run or pass and like right. you know some of that stuff right. which 
There's a lot of, you know, that's a really unique idea, but I haven't heard about it in the last couple of years, yeah. so I'm guessing it didn't I just, stick. It just, yeah, I, I would agree. I only, that one year um, that he went and played, that was the only year that I ever heard about it. And Was part um, of your thing as a general manager getting out and getting the fans involved? Is that yeah. s- sort of jump into your Yeah, let's talk about playbook? your roles on, as a general manager. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of jack-of-all-trades. And, and, you know, so I think the, the biggest – thing is you know when you think a general manager in professional sports a lot of a lot of times their their main hat is putting a team together Mm -hmm. and so you know in my and i'm thinking to myself i can't do that then compete i mean i don't have i don't have you know connections for the yeah and you know from a college coach standpoint especially the uniqueness of the of our of the jayhawk conference especially when it was so open to to kansas kids um, you know, my, my coaching buddies in that profession in college and now the NFL, I mean, Brandon Staley could, if, if he saw Lindsay walking down the street, he would say hi to Lindsay. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how much Brandon was around when he was at Hutch. And so sure. Like I've got coast to coast guys that I know and, but that's not going to fill you a team because a lot of it's agents and, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you think about, you know, well, why don't you just go pick up this kid from K-State? Well, a lot of times those guys, they want to try the NFL, and, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to wait a little bit and, right. and see what happens with that. And then and and so that was that was a concern. But Coach O does all of that stuff. Okay. Um, and, and he's been – The agents will reach out to him to yes. say him. And so he, he puts the roster together. He, he does, um, you know, contract stuff. I, I do a little bit of, of numbers – um, but he does, he, I lean on him heavy for that because he's got, you know, coach O's in two different hall of fames, arena football. And he used to coach at Rapid city team yes. back in the past. Yeah. yeah. He's been up in Billings. He's been in Colorado. Um, and, and I think, you know, the ownership group would tell you that, um, you know, they're, I think, I believe their first three years they struggled. Um, and, and, you know, they just didn't have the connections to, to find the right head coach and, and that kind of stuff. And they they found Coach O, and that's when you know things turned around really fast. And they were they played in four straight league championship games, and and um, you know it's he does all that side. So my job is I'm kind of the the cog in the middle of the wheel between the coaching, um, the ownership group, and and you know the business side of things, and you know sponsorships. Um, ticket sales, marketing, um, all that stuff. And so, um, and then as far as, you know, all our travel arrangements, our game night schedules, um, you know, dealing with hotels and, and, you know, buses and all that stuff, which to me, that's, that's, I've been doing that for a long, yeah. long time. So yeah. that's the easy stuff for me. And, and so the, my, my big learning curve has just been the sales system and, and, you know, from from going in, you know, I've very little experience in sales. Um, it, it's at times kind of a spaghetti factory for me with with you know with, with different things all over the place, and we got this deal with that, and it's not a, the exact same thing. And so, right. so it's a little bit of of kind of untangling a, a web a little bit, but it's it's been a ton of fun so far, and and, and it kind of I've always. Um, you know, growing up, that's what I was wanted to do as business. My family owned a construction equipment company, and 
my brothers and sister and all my cousins, we were all going to do, do that. And none of us did. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and so school wise, that's, that's what I went to school for was business and, and those things. And then, you know, with, um, we, we have a little, a, a software company that my brother and I and, and another former coach here in Salina started. And so I, I've gotten a taste of it, but I've been doing the coaching thing. So, right. so I'm on, kind of on the peripheral and, and I just do a lot more, um, you know, kind of developing ideas for the software and things like that, that it can do, not the business side of things. Mm-hmm. And so this has kind of been fun for me and it's stressful, but it's fun to kind of scratch that itch a little bit and, and, get out and talk to people and, and, you know, being I'm that I've been a South person. So you still teach at South right now? No, I actually, you, you, I, I resigned. You, this you is resigned. Okay. so last Monday was my first full, full day. Okay. And I, I, for a few weeks I was working in the evenings and we'd meet and things like that. But so last Monday was my first full day down at the office. And so it's been, it's been hitting the ground <laughs> running. What, when is the first game? What's the date of the first game? That April 28th. April 28th. Yep. So we're, you You've still got a, a little ways to go to get. So it backs there. it off yeah. a little bit from the the old, yes. the old one because they it played back, in March yeah. and because I always we were talking. About, I remember like some of those games when like KU was in the Final Four that Saturday yeah. and there would be like nobody at the yeah. game. So so did they have a salary cap? You, you were talking kind of money wise and stuff. We never did get into that. What the upper level is on on some of those yeah, salaries? Yeah, so there, but there's a salary cap, and so okay. you know you can't. That way you're not. I would assume so, <laughs> right? Because I mean, you could get some. I'm owners. gonna guess Miley can outspend yeah. us a little yeah. bit <laughs> if she wanted yeah. to. Um, but no, you know, yeah. If you if you had the owners, it was like, screw it, let's yeah. <laughs> let's go all in and buy a championship here. Um, so yeah, there's there's protocol there that okay. protect from that. But yeah, it's it's um, it, it's you know, I think one of my main jobs um, in you know. I, I don't mean this as a slight to anybody, but um, is I don't think Salina understands yet w- the AFL and what yeah. that means. Right. And, and, I would agree. And so, you know, even even from me, from my own personal experience, you know, obviously I'm a football guy. I love football. And, and you know, the Liberty have, have just not been on my radar. Mm-hmm. Now that Now that my boys are – are eight their way into sporting events and and even last spring I think they would absolutely love to go but you know it's just one of those things that just wasn't on the radar and so that's you know one of my big jobs is to do a better job of getting ourselves out there get getting our players out there too in the community and mm-hmm. and and you know educating you know everybody about the AFL and the fact you know attendance wise and I think what keeps me up at night right now is you know, we're going to be on NFL Network and just to showcase Salina, Kansas, we, we want that arena full and, and we don't want to have it at 50% capacity right. and we're on national TV and, and you know, we, we kind of have the, you know, especially in this league with, you know, some big market teams, you, you kind of want to show, hey, we, we can do this too and we can fill yep. up an arena and, and things like that. Well, and I don't want to, I don't want to say this as giving advice, so I'm going to ask it as a question, maybe. Um, I'll take all the advice. You, I can no, 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 no. I don't know the first thing about this stuff. So do you guys see trying I – mean, obviously, it's got to be the right person if it's the, the team and everything, but trying to get more of the your local, like, K-State or KU type of players, if, if that's available to you over 
you know, some, it's just to try to bring a little more local interest, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think, I think absolutely, but not at the expense. Right. You know, and I think the bombers maybe, again, I don't want to offend anybody here, <laughs> but I think the bombers maybe went a little bit too heavy on that. Right. And it, when you get local, it actually saves the team money too, because you're not, they're living right. at right. home or, or whatever. And, and so we're not having to house players and things like that. But the way that, that, that we want to operate is we want to get the very best players. And if we can get them local, then a hundred percent, we're going to go local. But, um, you know, COVID, um, it has really screwed things up as far as like trying to figure out and not just, you know, K-State and KU, but, you know, there's, there's kids, um, there's, there's three Kansas kids up at South Dakota that have had, all three have had great careers. One was at OU um, and just transferred up there for, for his last year to play with his stepbrother. And, and, um, but it, it was funny when I first kind of sat down and, and, started looking at some local kids and, and, um, you know, I've, I've got good connections at K-State and KU that I can, I can fill that out on that end. Right. But there's just not, I think next year there's going to be way more available, but again, it ultimately comes down to, you know, coach O has to oh, feel, right, feel like right. they can make Absolutely. the roster and, yep. and we, we want to compete. We want to play think, in the AFL ball. I think Kevin's asking that question just because we did used to go watch it a lot more for right. Dane was the quarterback. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, yeah. The uh, remember the kicker owned uh, uh, Midway Motors in McPherson. Yeah, no, that yeah, the Hoover. So, yeah, Hoover. the Hoover. Yeah, yeah no, it was. So, it was. So we went partially because we right. knew somebody. Well, to go I mean, that, watch. honestly, that's how time, I knew but, about it to well, start the, with. The last couple so. of years, I haven't known any of the players. Right. Sure. Exactly. That's wrong. Yeah, I don't. And, I don't know if they've had a local kid for a long, long time. But uh, they've also won. I don't know that the kids themselves have been marketed to the community very much at all no, either. It, that's it, yeah, and that's, I did. I couldn't tell you a name of a player. You know, they they went out and hired a, a marketing director back in December, and and she's she Katie's a hurricane, and 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 so it's been fun for her and I because we're both kind of the new new kids on the block, mm-hmm. and we kind of have maybe we're we're naive yeah. <laughs> you know blissfully naive that we you know have all these ideas and and things like that and um so we we're you know we it's something that we talk about every day and 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 trying to get just way more activity and and the thing that I'm a little bit concerned with talking about our schedule is we only have two home games during the school year now and the bison or tpec yeah, sorry i, I right? do it too TPEC is, you know, in May with graduations. Yeah. And so we're, we're on the road for a good little chunk there. And then in June, we're, we're at home for three of the four. But now you're out of school and now you're going to tournaments. And, you know, the, and so, you know, that's, that's a, a, a concern of mine is, is how do we, you know, I, I think we got we to gotta hit it hard and, and hit it right early. Yeah, but, I, man, I think – you know, I was thinking about, and, and you mentioned the Jayhawk Conference earlier. That didn't even hit me, that there is a treasure trove of oh. talent right there in the state of Kansas. But, you know, market, you know, again, I'm just thinking things out loud that, like, marketing tournaments that are here. 
Yeah, that's and getting we've people. Already, we've already got what that, are we doing on Saturday night? You know, we've already got that ball rolling so, for every player to get. Yeah, every player that's you know coming to the Stacey tournament or or, yeah. or those things to. Yeah, they get a they get a pass and and um, so. tournament directors have been great so far that that I've that I've reached yep. out to. Good. And, yeah, so. I, I think that's a good opportunity there. So, and I want to get into some of the rules and stuff. We were talking a little bit X's and O's. But anything on the general manager side that you want to kept. So let's talk rules real quick for those people that aren't familiar with AFL. Are you up on it real good? You've been in the rule book <laughs> I was, for a while? As I walked into the house, I was talking with Roy, one of the owners. And, and you know, with the with this league being – so like you had said, Kevin – or sorry, that, that they – this is the fourth iteration of the AFL. Right. And so um, – and it's been dormant here for a, a few years. And so – I think the the last year of it, they had they started the season with five teams and ended with four. Right, and so you know it was just a, a mess. And um, I think I think kind of what they've kind of are trying to hit on. And I think you know again I'm ignorant to all this. I think that they're correct in this. Is worried what you know they were so worried about money and big markets that they um, now they're worried way more about ownership groups. And I and I think what they went out and found was 16 ownership groups that they felt really good about because again, for the soul, they've got, they've, they've got a history of having a very strong program, great ownership groups, but if they don't have anybody to play, you don't, right. you got nothing. And right. so even, yeah, you know, Salina, Kansas, but at least we got a team and, right. <laughs> and, yeah. and, yeah. and can put, you know, people on the schedule and, and things like that. But um, yeah, I, I think, that's and I think that you know kind of maybe the cutthroatness of, of it is if you do, you know, your 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 books aren't right and you're you're not doing the right things. They're in their mind. It's we'll start small and maybe over the years work bigger and bigger as we can grow the sport, and 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 go from there. But I, I think you know I listened to a podcast by a guy out of Idaho when I was trying to figure out whether I wanted to do this or not. Just some random guy, not you know, no no fancy production, and but he he was really kind of was very very informative of the AFL, but going over that stuff and and he, you know he he was like I think we finally got it right. They 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 understand the ownership is everything, and and you can build from there. Right. But one of the one of the I think the biggest rule thing, and I remember going to a Bombers game and having this thought. Because you see him on, you know, I saw him on TV a little bit. Um, you know, the the AFL, the I went and there, there's no net in the end zone. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I I thought because I always thought that was a cool thing that you're playing. You know, the ball's alive mm-hmm. off the net. And mm-hmm. well, again, watching that podcast, the AFL copyrighted that, so no other indoor team, indoor leagues could use that. And so we actually got ours this weekend. So it'll be back. So it's back. So back. the so the, the net's back. Um, and and which will be a ton of fun. We're going to do some competitions um, where we're, we'll let let the fans come down and try to to catch some off the net and, <laughs> and and things like that. So, so we'll get Philip. You'll be our first guinea pig. Oh wow! But so eight players on the field, right? Yep, eight players on the field on both sides of the ball. And I was trying to remember, is that like 20 or 21 guys on a roster or something like that? 20. 20, okay. Uh, and you can have two practice guys. Um, 
the the other really unique thing about the AFL is they have it's Iron Man. So you have designated an offensive player that's offensive only, which is obviously going to be your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then you have a defensive player that's defensive only that will come in when you go to defense for the quarterback. So your linemen are going both ways. And then oh, okay. there's a system that you that you the guys can only get so many snaps in a row okay. before you have to sub and you gotta track all that stuff and and um so <laughs> we're not killing anybody out there yeah. by just running them yeah, into the ground. Playing every single down. But you know, kind of one of the things that Coach O Surely you're not on that duty. No even tracking <laughs> No. Um no. But you know, one of the unique things that I think Coach O and I again this is me being ignorant, but it makes sense to me from a football standpoint is uh, he went out and didn't recruit maybe one offensive lineman um, because, and I, I think this is 100% true, it's easier to take a defensive lineman and have him play offense than it is yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Just the, the kind of athlete they are yeah. um, and, and kind of their – mental makeup, that, that aggressiveness and things like that. And so, but we had, you know, a rule book came out, um, three weeks ago now. <coughs> and they, um, all of a sudden it was started talking a little bit about, well, maybe we want to do one lineman that we will flip out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think all the coaches in the league were like, Whoa, we built our teams right. on this set of rules. Right. Yeah. Like we don't want to go back and, release players and bring, you know, try to reshuffle the deck a little bit. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be Ironman rules. Um, you know, there's, you know, I think one of the other can really confusing things and, and you were talking about this Philip, a little bit earlier about there's so many leagues and the rules are all different. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, I like, I, I get it that you want to copyright things like the, like the net and things like that. But it's kind of like, I think, Overall, you're maybe harming the indoor game a little bit. I think it does too, because you're confused when you watch. Well, I thought that was supposed to work. Yeah, it's which when I'm saying when we used to watch on TV, we've got this funny thing. How how can there be a cornhole league on? It's you see it all the sure. time. I would think, in all honesty, that fast sport like this one is, and that's the exciting thing about it, it's fastest game on yeah on turf. It could could eventually with this ride ownership group and with the AFL. Don't know the who's the man that's copyrighted the AFL and runs the basically bought the all the rides. Yeah, read up um, on him. I can't remember this man's name, but he's he's the one that's revived the whole thing. But he's saying even that you, there's there's got to be a niche out there where we can get on TV. Absolutely, yeah. and there it's got to happen. I mean, as many things as people watch. Shoot, I watch My Name is Earl all the time. I'd probably would rather watch that. But, yeah, and so, you know, in the AFL, you can have one man in motion. Yeah. You know, where in the CIFL last year, they could have two guys in motion. Right. And so, I think, yeah, I think if they would clean some of that stuff up, it'd be better for the game overall. And, and I don't know if anybody would gain an advantage from a league standpoint by kind of – having copyrights and silly things like that. But, again, who, who am I? Well, we see these 16 teams in these four divisions, are, and we know that the CIFL basically is defunct now. Is there another league out there that's 
going to be – I mean, that is a competitor or is there I, – I, Yeah. I don't track another league or what town would and have I, him. And I honestly, I can't remember exactly what the league name is. But it does have, you know, the Arizona Rattlers. Yeah. Um, Vegas has a team. Um, Miami has a team. It, and I, I, I want to say it's 16 teams as well. Would that have been the team – Jerry Jones owned a team in Dallas – wonder if that would be in that league too. yeah maybe um but in so yeah i think that i think basically now it's two leagues and yeah. just not a whole lot of lot else um and which again is maybe what's best for the sport and, and right i think so yeah yeah that's interesting so yeah i the rule is it's interesting i didn't even think about the net because i remember watching on tv but then the liberty games that i've been to like if you kick it over the wall, they start at like midfield, so it's a huge, it's a huge penalty. Yeah. And I remember watching some of those kickers, and they would kick that ball within an inch of the back of that pad every single time, <laughs> and it would just amazed me. But now you mention it, I do remember watching the AFL on TV, and they had the nets, and so. So now you just kick it off the net and play it off the yeah. nets the way it would be. Yeah. Yep. And so the, guy, cover, the kickers are just bombs is, away, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so now your coverage team is – I mean, you're not going to get the ball to – I mean, it's going to be tough to get it to midfield. And, and so, yeah, I, I think the net thing is a lot of fun. I think – I mean, it's yep. – So does it go all the way around? No, it's just, just on the end zone. Just yep. for the – so yep. you couldn't, like, throw a pass off the net <laughs> no, and catch no. it. Okay. You can in the end zone. <laughs> right. But not, right. Yeah, not down right. the sideline. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to ask about on the uh, on the uh, you're talking about motion and having two players in motion on the snap. So I'm assuming it's the same where they can be going forward as long as they don't cross the line of scrimmage before the ball is hiked. Yeah, and so and that was with the CIFL. With AFL, it's only one. But when I hired um, those two guys that played for um, Ed Smith and, and Detroit Matthews. Um, was right at the end of their season. And, and so I remember watching the championship game on, on the internet and from a football standpoint, there were some really cool things. You know, I think you think of um, the Canadian football league and just a wide receiver getting a head start on his mm-hmm. route, but they're doing run game stuff where one guy's starting on the right back and, and the ball snapped and he's flying left. And the guy on the left is flying through right. And so it, it was a lot of cool, cool stuff. And I, and I think, the big thing too with AFL is it's a big passing league. Yeah. Just the way the everything's set up, and so it's it's not, you know, you're not going to come and watch three yards in a cloud of dust, and, <laughs> and, and it's, you know, kind of light the scoreboard up. The rules are are kind of geared towards scoring touchdowns, and and you know, that's kind of what everybody wants to go see. Yeah. Just oh, absolutely. Run it up. Yeah. Even yeah. an eleven man. I mean. Yeah. Some of us football purists appreciate the fourteen to seven game, but. I get it too. I mean, it's fun. It's fun to, to see shootouts and and um, and I think again for the casual fan, it's way more entertaining than it is yeah. seeing yeah. a whole yeah. bunch of nothing. Happening. I don't, you know, when 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 my friend Todd was alive, he used to always we'd be watching a football game. Hey, did you see that <laughs> offensive tackle right there? I'm like, who the hell's watching the tackle? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> so this this is more my up my alley here scoring. So. There's three linemen, right? Three linemen in this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
And that, that is strange. They go both ways. Those guys will, we are probably wore out by the end of the game. So it's wor- being wore out, uh, injuries, football has injuries. It's workers' comp if you're <laughs> injured. Yep. Is that, I mean, that's <laughs> workers' comp. Uh, workers' comp, I think, is a, is a big expense in, in, I bet. in, yeah. in any pro league. But, I yeah. mean, especially – you know the NFL and Major League Baseball; those teams they can. I think it. some one of the problems of the old AFL was the work they got into workers' comp issues and because <laughs> yeah. it was so expensive. Yeah. And, do they regulate? I mean, I'm assuming they do to some extent, um, as far as the turf you can have. Just thinking about injuries and stuff like that. Do they get involved? The league get involved in a lot of oh, that stuff. Oh, very. I involved. would assume so. I yeah. mean, there's there's inspections before every game. Okay. Um, just not with the turf, but with the dasher mm-hmm. wall, um, and and making sure, um, not just on the play on the field of play, but you know, there's going to be times where they go over that wall and back right. behind there. You know, is everything, you know, those supports that are keeping the wall up. Do they have padding over the top of them? And so, yeah, it's and you know. So that's a big change from the Liberty. Uh, <laughs> I <yeah>. just <laughs> say those concrete buckets uh, yes. that I've I've kicked and stood on a lot with the rebar sticking out of them yeah, probably no. aren't going to pass these inspections. No, and and the fine system. I mean, and that's, I mean, obviously, it's something that you you know, in my position, you worry about, but it's also you appreciate too. I mean, we yeah. want to put together a first class operation, oh, yeah. a first class league. We don't need. Guys getting hurt. I mean, right. for stupid stuff like that. I yep. mean, football's a sport that that has injuries. You know, without stuff like that, and, and so you know, you want to get those guys healthy, and you want to. You know, I, I think the other. We, I talked about that kid that went to the CFL, that quarterback, and, and I think he's having a ton of success there. But you know, as hard as it is to get that call during that, you know, playoff run. I mean. Ultimately, the, you play the long game, you want that to happen. I mean, you want guys – you want to be able to go to guys and their agents and say, you know, we got this guy to the CF, CFL. You don't need a guy that's that's pissed at you because right. you're holding him hostage in Salina, Kansas for yeah. $250 a game. Yeah. yeah. And yep. and the agent's mad, and so now you're not getting any That of, kid any that's of in the guys. CFL, he was playing in Salina? Yeah. And see, and it's a shame we don't. I don't even know his name. Yeah, we've had that kind of a player in yeah. town. That's that's probably been the lack of that I can think of. The lack of. Yeah, I, but, but I don't know. To people. your point, being football fans, yeah, all three of us, yeah, you involved in a little more than us, obviously. But to to not know some of that stuff for a team that's in Salina, I mean, that shows the potential potential for growth. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, part of the issue too is. Just media, the state of media, local media especially, yep. Yep. how it is. I mean, it's – I was it, saying, I'm going to ask a minute ago, is the games are done on radio or all games done on radio or just yep. home games? All games will be done on radio, but we yep. haven't – we have not yet um, chosen who's going to do that okay. uh, for us. And, and um, there is still – we're still waiting to hear back from the league on, on a couple – legal broadcasting things um, as far as what like a local station would be able to, to do because obviously right. they need to make money too from it. And, right. and, and so once we get those questions answered, we'll do that. But I, you know, I think, I mean, you know, 10 years ago, this line of journals at every game, oh, we and, don't need to get into this. And, and, <laughs> We've done that enough. <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah, that's, it's, it, yeah. it's just different now. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, and, I mean that always killed me with high school kids. Yep. I mean, because you know, 
there's just no coverage. Yeah. Um, and, yep. and, and, and the people here are working hard and, and doing their best. They just are way yeah. understaffed and, yep. you know, the product is just not what it has been. Yeah, well, no. You can find no. out the final score of a home football game on Tuesday now, yep. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. No, and I, I will say, uh, and shout out to Salina 311, they've actually – I've noticed it this year. Been way more yeah, involved, they do and, and obviously for yeah. them, they noticed there was an issue there, and and have tried their best. and And I know it's evolving, but it's good to have local. Our show is about kids and Salina local stuff, and I've always thought, and this just why does not at your school Salina South, Salina Central, why don't they have kids that could put together on the Facebook page the whole box score and a little story, and the, maybe the teacher could edit it you know to get it out there because even now after the games when i watch salinas uh central's girls they just put a blob on there every game but i can see if they won or lost sure. you know, on there but other sports don't have if, that and i don't know why you couldn't have if you want to keep track and of it juniors and, and seniors don't put it on there well <laughs> i think but you just you have a department that's potentially a marketing department your journalism group the yeah, journalism yeah. group why couldn't they do that for each game in each sport i don't get why they don't with no okay. local coverage. You asked me if anything was off the limits. <laughs> I think that might be off the limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, I, had so one, I, can, I need to take that to the school board. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I had one other I, question for you then, if we're not going to touch that one. Um, are the co- In the AFL, are the coaches on the field like they do in the CIFL? And- yeah, so the, so the play caller, whether you're on offense or defense, yeah. is, is back – you know, in their end zone. Right. And, and yeah, they're not on the line of scrimmage. No, but they're yeah. on the field. And they can – I think when the ball's dead, they can they can come out a little bit. Yep. And, and But, yeah, it's it, – that would be pretty different for me just from a, from a football <laughs> <Yeah>. standpoint. <laughs> like, Call, like, calling it from five yards <laughs> off the line of scrimmage when they're backed up. I don't, so. I don't need that action coming into me either. Those guys are way too fast. I've, I've, <laughs> I've seen a couple uh, – the games I've been to – like I said, I, I go to one or two Liberty games a year, but – um, the games I've been to, I've seen some of those referees take a, take a shot here and yep. there. That you're like, man, how did that guy stand back up after that? I'd, I would have just <laughs> stayed down. <laughs> so, so well, we got about five, five or six minutes left. Um, I would say this, and this is how we kind of end when we have a guest uh, for something like this. And, and uh, uh, we, we try to end it by just saying, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about the Liberty and, w- and what we got coming up, but – is there anything that we didn't cover or that we didn't talk about or that you just want to say to to everybody that uh, I guess the floor is yours? <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. Um. I, I left five or six minutes because I know, Sam, usually we only leave about two. So. No, um, I, I think the, the big thing is with this new league, how big of a deal it is for Salina, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And, and um you know, again, you know, I've already touched on this, but the ownership group, like that's what, that's what sold me was that they were all about our community and we just don't to, to have this kind of opportunity. And yeah, it's not the NFL or, or, you know, major league baseball or anything like that. But th- th- I mean, it's a big deal for a, you know, County of 50,000 people to right. have, I mean, you're you're playing. I mean, we're going to be on NFL Network. I mean, that just doesn't happen very often. And so, you know, you know whether you've been to a game, you know, haven't been to a game, I, you know, would love you know, go out and buy your tickets. Ticketmaster.com. Uh, 
tickets went on sale last Thursday and um, you get season tickets, you get individual tickets, um, you know, come out and support, you know, these players and, and kind of, um, you know, we're, we're going to do a great job of getting them involved in our community. And, and um, you know, I think it can be such a, a great thing for us. And it, and it has been. I don't want to make it sound like it hasn't been. It's, right. But um, I think it, it can be even bigger, especially going to this new league. Um, and, and like I said, that game won on April 28th. We, we need to fill the place up because, you know, it, it's a great opportunity for us as a community to, to have a little national spotlight. We don't get that very often and normally if we do it's, it's tornadoes it's not a positive thing but yeah i mean it's we're we're awfully excited and and um feel great about the the group of guys we have coming in for camp and it's going to be an interesting training camp i think it's um you know even from a quarterback standpoint we have three guys in and um i think it's it's tough to to name a front runner and and so it's it's going to be interesting, um, and and we we do have um, on the on the 13th of, of April we have a scrimmage with Wichita at, at the TPAC that um, just charging people ten bucks. You can come sit wherever you want. Um, we're going to really try to, um, you know, obviously it's not going to be a, a full game. It's you know you're 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 going to be right. scrimmaging, but we're going to really try to talk through the rules and and as the guys are going. Um, you know, try to educate a little bit on on the differences between the CIFL, the AFL rules wise, and and um, you know, have have a big showing that night, and then then the twenty eighth get it on. So that's a Sunday. So are all the games on Sunday? No, okay. they're they're all over the place. The, okay. na- the national, the the NFL Network games are on Sundays, okay. and so um, they're and then our our schedule is we have quite a few Saturday games in in June. But they, I think, depending on how those matchups, we can get moved around a little gotcha. bit for the okay. national as as you get about halfway through the season, kind of like the NFL does with flex right, games right. And, and you know making That's sure cool. they get those good matchups on okay. TV. Do you look like right now you're on the road almost all of May? Yes. First game April twentieth, and then due to the restraints of, of the TPEC, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, and then back in June, almost all all every weekend in June. Yeah, we got one May home game um, toward the end of May, and then basically all of June. Yeah. I think the first two weeks and the fourth week we're we're at home, and so um, yeah, it's I, I think it's exciting well, times and no, looking God, forward feels to it. Feels about to die. So Hear well, that beeping. Yeah, he's got to get him. About once a once a podcast, we get to hear that big beep come through. So well, two things I will say. Number one. I'm sure Blood I speak sugar. for Phil. It was been interesting, but um, you know, I, I think this has the opportunity to be something really, really cool in Salina. Um, I definitely am, am going to do my part of trying to support them as much as I can. But I would offer up if you need something, Philip and I. I think both of us would be happy to help out. I know I mentioned the Liberty, and I kind of talked to some of those guys that I knew when that first came in. I'm like, you know, I'm not. I don't want to be a financial investor in it. I'm I'm not going to go raise money for you, but <laughs> if there's something that we can add to it or help out, we'd both be happy well, to, to help out. if there was ever a kid out. that you want to really promote, let him come on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, um, we'd be happy to sit and discuss it with a kid. So, no, absolutely. It'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun, yeah. yeah. And number two is he's no longer teaching, 
So now we got to get this guy to join Ambux. I'm, <laughs> I am I'm in. in. So I, I, although, I, you, although, were, you were gone last Friday. I was there. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> so I was going to say, I won't get credit for it because there's other people that have actually been tackled by him at Ambux that probably deserve that uh, credit for, for getting him to How join. How many big so. hats do you need, Kevin? Well, I just I, I just got invitation. I'm good. I'm just <laughs> I more and more I'm, pins. I, I've only got. I think after since I got my big hat, I think I've only got one person to join, and that person was who got me to join in the first place. So he got me to join, and then he quit for a few years, and I got him to rejoin, and I got credit for that one. So, <laughs> so that worked out. But uh, all right, well, never mind then. I guess uh, I'm late to the game on that one. I was gone Friday, so I was. Uh, We'll talk about Not your trip about on Ambux. our next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kevin looks like he had a rough three or four days to um, me. I'm still a little foggy. There's... I didn't know if it was the K-State losses or this streak. <laughs> you were so good in first place two weeks ago, first place. Yep. And it has gone to hell in the last I two weeks. I was getting text messages Saturday, yeah. and I was in – so if and that's uh, men, I, I, won't, I won't go to the whole vacation because we're we're at a, out of time here. But those Mexican taxis are small cars. Yeah, and uh, I was with large people. One, <laughs> uh, I mean, he's just a big guy, you know. But there were five of us total crammed into these little dinky cars, and I've got people from Oklahoma texting him, "You're not gonna let him do this again to you, are you?" And I'm, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm in Mexico. I can't even get to my phone because the person sitting next to me is sitting on my lap. Um, so I didn't even know until about, we were driving to uh, – we were going to play golf. And so we were driving about 45 minutes to the golf course. So, yeah, I missed the whole ending. But So you had a nice quick trip. Good. Yep. So we'll make up for it tonight, hopefully, with a win in Bramlage. So, all right. Well, Sam, <laughs> like we appreciate you coming on. wait for the season to start and – We'll try to help. Yeah, absolutely. Push, push the. Yep. Let's everybody in town go to yep. it. Need some ideas or anything like that? Yep. Let us know. Happy so to help way. out where we can. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Sam. Yeah. Uh, Philip, anything before we go? Not Boomer Center. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to hear this until <laughs> football. Se- well, baseball. I guess football. No, we it's over. This is the last time we're ever gonna play we got, each other. We got yeah. baseball right there. Yeah. We still got baseball. I did see that softball starting next week. Yeah, next week. That is Isn't crazy. That? And uh, they're. The girl, sooner girls are coming to Wichita. We can go again. Are they? Yeah. What? What? You know what the date is? Not yet. I didn't. I didn't know that. All right. Well, we'll get that on the calendar. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Philip Project podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page: www.facebook.com/slash Kevin Philip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.